Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was raided by the FBI last night. We're going to talk about that here in a bit and if the Bible has anything to say about it. Of course, as you can imagine, we're hearing a lot about it. So we're going to look at scriptures and see what connections there may be to this type of behavior from the FBI. So don't go anywhere. But before we get to that, I do want to tell you we've got very, very exciting news. Uh, This morning we finished recording the 14th and final episode of the fourth edition of Understanding the End Time. It's been over 10 years since we released the third edition. But understanding this content that's in this series has never been more important. The video files are going to be in production, uh, going to a production firm, and they tell us that it'll be ready by Christmas. Um, and between inflation and standard production costs, which is very, very expensive, uh, this this project is going to cost about two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. And while this is not nearly as costly as Hollywood productions, it's a big ticket item for us here at End Time, and not part of our normal budget. And we know how much of a blessing Understand the End Time has been to millions of you watching. And so we felt led to share this need with you because we need your help to raise these funds to make Understand the End Time available by Christmas. So please prayerfully consider giving an extra gift this month to contribute to this very, very special project. Go to endtime.com slash UET to give or call 800-END-TIME. Your contribution will help with this production and getting it delivered on schedule, and it will begin changing lives of people from around the world immediately. So go to endtime.com slash UET today. Doug? Yeah. You're, I know you will listen to us on the radio for many, many years, mm-hmm. but your first like in-person connection here was kind of that study, right? Understand the end time. Yes, it I mean, was. I know we had met you before at different things, but like a real yeah. connection that was more than just kind of a cordial meeting. Right. That was your connection. Yeah, that was my way of breaking my wife, Tina, into the <laughs> prophecies other than me telling her and, and she thought I was crazy. I said, hey, come to these classes with me and you'll learn about this and you'll understand it better. So we began to come to the classes. And, um, you know, something that I, I want people to understand too, Vince, is that we offer those classes. I mean, this will eventually be the teaching materials that go with us on conferences. Mm-hmm. And these churches, they do this for free. So people all over the place that's never heard the uh, prophecies of the Bible, they'll be able to, to see this once we get it completed. And this will be the study that each one of the conferences we go to, this will be the study that's set up for the public to come in and view these for free. So yep. there... You're, if you help with this project, you're going to be, like Vince said, you're going to be helping a lot of people, and it's very important. Well, it's obviously about understanding the end time. That's what it's called, yeah. Bible prophecy. But you take calls and get emails and read comments on social media, and you have personally gone through it a number of times and led it a number of times. Mm-hmm. It's really a lot more, the benefits of it are real, it's really a lot more the prophecy, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I mean, the the connections and the friendships that I've made uh, from teaching it. I've taught this, you know, our our existing understanding in time. I've taught it probably 
10 times, and each time I teach it, I meet new people, Mm -hmm. and it creates long-lasting relationships with folks. I mean, some of of my best friends are people who came through that Bible study as I was teaching it and leading that Bible study, and they'll be my lifelong friends. And we've had testimonies of people say, you know, we were going through this, we came about prophecy, but our marriage was restored in the process. Yeah. Or my relationship with my kids or whatever, like going through biblical truths, that's really where the power is. It's not anything we're doing. We're talking about the Bible. And because people are getting the Bible in their heart, some and in some cases in a way they've never had it before, it's yeah. changing how they see things in their lives. And I mean, we have literally received tens of thousands of testimonies of people whose lives have been changed yeah. in more ways than just their prophetic view. Absolutely. You know, we don't really emphasize a great deal about the rapture in this series. Mm-hmm. We're explaining these events that are leading up to the rapture. And so it's not one of those things where we're trying to convert people to right. uh, change their opinion of the rapture. That's not nearly as important to us. Yeah. We walk through these events uh, that are going to happen or have already happened, and we're trying to lead people to the kingdom of God. Right. And that's you know the number one goal. Mm-hmm. But also people are growing in discipleship through this, and it's changing lives and it has for many decades, and it's going to continue for as long as the Lord tarries. Right. And it's so awesome to be a part of this production. And, of course, everyone has the opportunity to be a part of it as well by donating at endtime.com slash UET. That'll help us get that out. Absolutely. I hate how expensive it is, but we don't, we don't set the prices on all that. It's just, it right. is what it is. It's very expensive to do these type of things, and um, it will be available on End of the Age Plus. So if you're not a subscriber on End of the Age Plus, make sure that you do that at watch.endtime.com. Um, you can view it there when it is available. It'll be available on DVD as well. And uh, like Doug mentioned, there'll be churches all over the United States hosting it and several around the world as well, making it available for totally free. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And uh, kind of be a founding supporter of it by going to endtime.com slash UET and helping us to get through the final phase of production. So we're excited about that. Again, we're taking your calls today. 877-END-TIME is the number to join us, 877-363-8463. Trump, or Trump, uh, Doug, close. Yeah. Very close. You guys kind of have similar hairstyles. Right. Uh, (laughs) What were you doing last night when you heard the news about Trump's home being raided by the FBI? I had actually just kind of sat down with Tina from the day to relax a little bit. You know, we had just uh, gotten off work not too uh, soon before that. And I got a text from Dave Robbins is how I found out about it because I I try not to watch the news. So, uh, you know, I wasn't watching the news. We were sitting there on the sofa just kind of relaxing and talking to each other. And all of a sudden I get a text from Dave and boom, there it is. So, you know, as soon as I saw it, I started going on social media and looking I had all the things that I could find on it. And I'm, I'm on Truth Social, so there was a whole lot on that um, social what's, media What's your handle platform. on Truth Social, Doug? Tell the world. So they the, the, real, the real Doug Norvell. The real Doug Norvell, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, you know, since I'm on Truth Social, might as well be real about it. Needs to be it, the so. real one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I went on there and I found all kinds of things, including... Uh, Trump's statement right after it had happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were still trying to confirm that it was true when Dave sent me the text and I was able to screenshot that and send it back to him and say, oh yeah, this is real. So here it is. And uh, just very interesting times so we live in. Was this predicted in the Bible? 
I guess we'll have to stick around and find yeah, out. Yeah, let's right? stick around after the break. We'll talk about <laughs> We'll find out. We'll talk more about what happened last night, the events leading up to it, and what it might mean according to Bible prophecy. Don't go anywhere. Um, our number to call us today is 877-N-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about what happened last night with the FBI raid to Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Uh, before we do that, I do want to quickly remind you that Dave, Jana, Doug, and Tina yes. will be in Fort Smith, Arkansas this Thursday. So two days from now at 7 p.m., uh, they'll be teaching a conference there. So we would love for you to come out. If you're in the Fort Smith area, you'll get to meet Dave, Jana, Doug, and Tina. Very special occasion there. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and details for that specific conference. Also, they're going to head on up to Branson, Missouri while they're at it and be at the God and Country Theater on Saturday, August 13th at 2 p.m. Again, that's available at endtime.com slash events as well. So um, you'll get to meet Dave, Jana, Doug, and Tina if you come out to either one of those. It'll be a great time. And then we still have two spots left for the fall tour, so make sure if you're interested in that to uh, give us a call at 800 Time. All right, Doug. What in the world does Trump's house being raided have to do with Bible prophecy? Um, Well, Vince, really, it's not so much that Trump's house getting raided by the FBI is Bible prophecy. It's more that um, the world government and the power of the government and what we're beginning to see happen. 
when we don't line up with the powers that be, what uh, links that they'll take to get at people. Uh, we've seen uh, not only the president of the United States have his uh, social media accounts taken off because of the information he was giving people about uh, certain things, but we've seen other people who are now called truthers. It's a word, you know, that, uh, you know, a few years ago, if you would have said it's a truther channel, I wouldn't have known what you're talking about. Now I understand what that is. People who are putting some facts out there that we're not getting from our media and they're wanting to uh, shut people up. They're wanting to, um, I think, the situation with Trump's place being invaded and or being uh, raided. Sorry. Uh, my, my, my. Yeah, sorry. Uh, maybe a little bit of a personal thought coming out there uh, subconsciously. But uh, being raided by the FBI, I think it's it's ludicrous. I mean, if they can do this to the president of the United States, the former president of the United States, and just go into his home and raid it like that, well, then, you know, where do we stand as just citizens who are, you know, speaking truth too. Well, I mean, um, if he did something illegally, wouldn't you say they certainly have every right to do that? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely if he was doing something illegally, but um, I think we, and I don't want to get off topic here and go down any road, but I think we can see from things that are happening within um, this administration and especially with the January 6th situation um that things are not always what they appear to be when they're saying that they've got evidence on things. So seeing some of their evidence for that January 6th stuff, and uh, they're, they're going to have to come up with something big here. Where well, even- they, they have, they had a warrant. Uh-huh. A judge signed off on it, obviously. Right. And they went and did it, and it was all done within the legal system. Yeah. So apparently there's enough evidence they believe to generate a warrant that a judge would actually sign. Or there's enough power there, persuasion, uh, persuading the judge and the FBI agents and everybody else to do this. The uh, Yeah. Well, if, <laughs> if that is accurate, and yeah. of course, time will tell. Yes, it will. That is political suicide for the judges and lawyers involved mm-hmm. and even uh, probably FBI-related folks. Well, I mean, we say that, but there's been a lot of things. Uh, there were impeachment hearings that, you know, didn't pan out. There was the Russia collusion that they tried to, you know, pump to us for so long that didn't pan out. And nobody's had to answer for those things. There's also uh, a laptop out there with a lot of evidence on there about a certain particular person that apparently nothing is being done about that. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with this Time world we're living in right now. On all these things. Yeah. But... Are we talking about this because we view Trump as a savior? Absolutely not. Um, you know, the whole reason why we talk about this is because of how it pertains to uh, Bible prophecy and, and what's going on. And so, Would you uh, want Trump to be your pastor? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you very much. But no, I would not. But... Uh, you know, I mean, he. What do we like about him, though? Because people get people get on to us a bit because, you know, we in the election season we talked about Trump and what he wanted to do. Yeah. And when he became president and he started doing the things he said he wanted to do, well, we it was really like we need to pay attention to this because a the things he's saying is what we'd been teaching right long before he ever came in office or was even 
on the scene to become president. And so we're going, we believe the Bible has been saying this is going to happen. Right. And now he's standing up and talking about he's going to do what we believe the Bible said is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So these are huge things that we want to pay attention to. Yeah. And many of them were good things from a biblical perspective. Right. From the best of our ability to understand it. And so we would highlight it. Yeah. Would, would, whenever Biden does something um, to that regard, when he supported Jerusalem, we've talked about that as well. He doesn't do nearly as many things that, that or I guess he doesn't do any uh, thing that's anti-world government like Trump was doing. Right. So we just haven't talked about it. But right. I wouldn't stop talking about Biden if he was doing similar things that Trump did in regards to world government and the peace deal and so forth. Right. And so w- when you see that, Vince, when you you saw under the Obama administration that we were moving more toward a world government uh, type of country. We were we were in line with what the world government were wanting. We were signed into uh, the the Paris uh, Climate Agreement, all those different things. Uh, but when Trump came along, he kind of slammed the brakes on that. He began to talk about pulling us out of things like NATO. He talked about pulling us out of the World Health Organization. He talked about pulling us out of the uh, UN, uh, certain things within the UN, not the UN completely, but pulling us out of UN ran control things like the Paris Climate Agreement and things like that, uh, the Sustainable Development Goals, those things he spoke against. And so we were seeing what... Uh, we believe is in Bible prophecy about America not being part of that one world government beast. And so that's why uh, we are very interested in what is going on right now because he stood up against those things. And this appears to be a way to get him removed. And that's what we're going to look at today. We got a few videos. We got a couple of articles that we want to touch on and how he was doing things to pull away. So, um, What's the first video? First video is going to be a Fox News uh, video from last night, right after the raid happened, and uh, it's just something to think about as we move forward here. This is Trump's daughter-in-law that's doing this interview here. Lara Trump, as promised, a member of the Trump family and former senior advisor to Donald Trump, joins us now. Uh, Lara, thank you for being on the program with us tonight. I will just start with this. Um, have you spoken to the former president? How is he doing? What is the attitude of the family? Uh, I have spoken to my father-in-law, and I got to tell you, you know, he's as shocked as anybody. I think for someone and anyone, quite frankly, who loves this country and believes in America, this should shake you to your core. What has happened today? This is a very clear demarcation in the history of America. Uh, Never before, as many of your guests have already talked about, Will, have we seen something like this happen, where an unannounced raid by the FBI is conducted on a former president of the United States. Think about this. If this is what they're able to do to the former president of the United States, think about what they could do to you, to anybody in America. The the bottom line here is that these uh, documents that have been in question have been, everybody's been cooperating. Everybody from my father-in-law's team has been cooperating with the FBI, with any authority that asked for anything up until now. And there was no need to make such a big scene to do something this insane, quite frankly, um, to a former president. But I think everybody clearly knows, Will, what is going 
going on here. This is about weaponizing the justice system as it has been so many times in the past against somebody who you politically do not like. They detest Donald Trump, not just on the Democrat side, but the general establishment because he's not one of them, because he doesn't play their game. They are terrified he's going to announce any day that he's running for president in 2024. And this is a very convenient way to just throw a little more mud on Donald Trump as though they haven't already done enough. This is the same agency, don't forget, the FBI, uh, who, you know, had falsified documents to get FISA warrants to, you know, conduct this entire sham Russia hoax that the country had to deal with for two years, millions of taxpayer dollars and our time that we'll never get back to find what? Absolutely nothing. They've been trying to shove January 6th down everybody's throat in an effort to get people to care about that and think that's the most important thing in the world. That hasn't worked for them yet. So here they are heading into a midterm and heading into a presidential election season coming up where they know they have no hope on the Democrat side. They have nothing positive to show that they've done for the American people. So what do you do? You try to take out a guy who hasn't even announced that he's running yet, but they're terrified of him on the Democrat the Democrat side for sure. But I'm going to say it again in the general establishment. Laura, uh, you've spoken to your father-in-law. Um, therefore, you have the most immediate information of anybody we've spoken with tonight. Do, does he know, do you know why his home was raided? He believes it's the documents in question that, uh, you know, everybody's been really upset about from the White House. Look, my father-in-law, as anybody knows who's been around him a lot, loves to save things like newspaper clippings, magazine clippings, uh, photographs, documents that he had every authority will to take from the White House. And, you know, again, he's been cooperating every single step of the way with the people that have, have questioned any of this. And, and I know people have brought it up before, but, you know, look at Hillary Clinton. The 33,000 emails that she just deletes that are completely gone and nobody bats an eyelash about it. Donald Trump takes some documents that he had every right to take that every president does. Didn't take antiques, uh, you know, like Hillary Clinton took out of the White House and paintings, apparently. Um, but that is what he believes. And that's what, uh, you know, I think is at the bottom of all this and the reason that they raided uh, Mar-a-Lago, quite frankly. Okay. <laughs> So there's one side of it. Um, you know, who knows, Vince, uh, what they'll find once they go through all the things they took. Like that article said, they took boxes and, uh, you know, things. They opened a safe. And from what I understand, there was nothing in the safe. But um, interesting. It's very interesting. And, and so let's look at some of the events leading up to this, Doug, okay. because this isn't like the whole idea of what we're talking about is not to be a Trump show. Right. But there is some connections we can make to Bible prophecy, some interesting connections in all of this right. that we can look at for uh, to, to connect with Bible prophecy. So um, Trump was at CPAC, which was here in Dallas. I actually was able to go on Thursday, and um, that was an interesting experience. And could have gone Saturday, didn't make it out, but I let Trump know that I wouldn't be there. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the story is about his speech there. Former President Donald Trump made his return to CPAC stage on Saturday, pushing his election claims, bashing his enemies, and hinting at a possible 2024 um, uh, run. 
If I st- he said, if I stayed home, the persecution of Donald Trump would stop immediately, but I can't do that because I love my country and I love the people. Later in the nearly two-hour speech, he said, America's comeback begins this November, and it will continue onward with the unstoppable momentum that we are going to develop in November 2024. Trump did not announce another run for the White House in 2024, but he still comfortably won the CPAC straw poll as he has in past years. Yeah. So that was a speech he gave the two days before this FBI raid. Yeah, and so it it makes you wonder, is this about the possibility that he may run? He is gaining momentum. Uh, candidates that he endorses normally win, and that's what they're seeing happen. These Republican uh, candidates that they're getting ready for the uh, 2022 midterm elections, everybody he's endorsed, those candidates have won, except I think for maybe one person. And so uh, could could the left be getting scared? Could this be like she was saying? Part of the problem is that they're trying to do a smear campaign. I've I've heard myself from Nancy Pelosi's lips that that's what they do. They run smear campaigns and and run you through the media trying to discredit you every way they can. I wish I would have got that video today and played that. But I was kind of against the wall of everything that I could could put on here today. But. Another interesting thing that he's done, and this is what we talked about a while ago, was he pushes back against the world government and against their uh, some of the world government's uh, plans and agendas. And so in 2020, he didn't hold back when he was at the WEF Davos Forum. Uh, you know, they, we talk about that a lot because the WEF has really come into our attention, some of the things that they're pushing forward with this great reset and talking about a global economy and, um, you know, a, a world um, market and all these different things that they talk about. But one of the things that they're pushing really hard right now, Vince, is climate change. And so we're seeing that where they want to move us toward this green New Deal type of situation. Get rid of the gasoline power cars where nobody has a vehicle and you you have electric vehicles or you travel by Uber. But anyway, he pushes back on that at this Davos Forum. And we wanted to look at that because I guess just kind of remind everyone some of the stuff that he was talking about when he was in office. Of course, he hasn't stopped talking about it, but right. it's not featured as much. And we've talked a lot about the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and what the agenda is there. And so in this story from the World Economic Forum's website, uh, they said the world should not heed the perennial prophets of doom. U.S. President Donald Trump told the World Economic Forum's annual meeting where climate change is one of the main themes. And then he goes on to say a lot of more stuff, but I can't get it in before the break. And so we'll pause right there. We'll be right back. We do have a few open lines, and we're going to get to your calls after this break. So give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. If you're watching, you see on screen the um, clip of Understanding the End Time. That's because we just recorded the final lesson of our fourth edition of Understanding the End Time this morning. And so we are told by the agency that's helping us produce this that it will be ready by Christmas. So we shall see how all that plays out. We will have uh, more solid information for you Um, in the near future, but we did want to share with you, as you know, this is a very costly project, and we're hoping to get some help on all that. We felt led to tell you about it, and so we are, and we're trusting that the Lord is going to provide. It's going to cost about $250,000 to complete this production, but because of how life-impacting it's been for so many people around the world, we wanted to present that need to you and uh, ask you to consider donating. Uh, Let the Lord lead you and see what it would be. Every amount will certainly help in this project. You can go to endtime.com slash UET to donate today. We are going to get to your calls, but we want to finish this article, and we have one more video to share before we do that. So we will be right on the calls here in a moment. But the the article that I was reading was about Trump, uh, before the break, was about what Trump said at the uh, Davos um, summit a few years ago. And he said, basically, it was before the teenage activist. You remember Greta Thornburg? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was just before that. He warned that there were forces at work that aimed to destroy our economy and wreck our country or eradicate our liberty. While most major economies around the world are aiming to curb emissions under the terms of the Paris Agreement, Trump said increases in fossil fuel production in the U.S. had helped fuel unprecedented American affluence. Quote, I knew that if we unleash the potential of our people, cut taxes slash regulation, fix broken trade deals, and fully trapped American energy and prosperity would come thundering back at a record speed, and that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what happened. Rather than accept more regulation, tie in the hands of business, Trump said free enterprise was the path to improving the state of the world. We bring this up simply because he's standing at the face of the World Economic Forum, and he's telling them that, we're not going to do things your way. Yeah. We're going to put America first. Absolutely. And, and the, the Bible kind of talks about that, that yeah. there's going to be a world government. Yeah, and, and that's where he's at. It's like the belly of the beast there. He's there with all of those political leaders 
that go to the uh, World Economic Forum, and he just boldly declares, look, this is what we need to do instead of what you guys are being scared into doing, basically, is what he's saying there. So uh, we do have a short video with this, which it's a great video coming from his mouth. They predicted an overpopulation crisis in the 1960s, mass starvation in the 70s, and an end of oil in the 1990s. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country, or eradicate our liberty. Sounds like he's been reading Revelation chapter 13. <laughs> he knows about the control that a world government uh, with its influence and power uh, can have. And he's speaking against that, like I said, in the belly of the beast there at the World Economic Forum. Very interesting that we're seeing all these things that are happening. So the moral of the story is he's saying things like this. The United Nations surely doesn't want him in power. Right. The WEF definitely doesn't want him in power. Yeah. And so they obviously wouldn't want him to be the leader of the the president of the United States of America. Right. And so is there potential that some of what's happening, um, is there potential that this would be an effort to prevent someone like him, even him, to not be the president? That way America could be ushered into the world government. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, is this world government thing something we're making up or it's biblical, right? It's absolutely biblical, Vince. And I think that we really got to be honest with ourselves um, at this time. If you look at the world and where the United States is now as compared to where we were just a couple of years ago, are we better off or do we appear weaker to our enemies? Are we uh, struggling more economically? Are we uh, seeing more uh, control by the government? Are the things that he just talked about in that video happening now? Are those things that are uh, prophesied in the Bible beginning to happen as well? And we're watching that with talk of uh, all the things that we, we talk about on a daily basis here. World government, world economic system, and a world religion. All those things are being talked about now and they're being pushed forward uh, you know, Dave's program that he did yesterday talking about Bitcoin and he talked about uh, a global currency and uh, the the program that we have, uh, the master plan, the dragon and how it talks about all those things. This has been going on for a long time. But how do we know about it? Because of the prophecies of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that this is all part of that. It is a, a plan of the devil to remove the last remaining piece out of the way to push the world government. The United States of America is really the only thing standing in the way of total global dominance by the one world government. So are we scared? No, absolutely not. Why not? Well, because just like we have the prophecies explaining to us this is going to happen, we have the prophecies to tell us what's going to be the end result here. And we know that in the end, Jesus Christ wins. He comes back and he raptures his church 
And we uh, will serve with him for a thousand years. We'll reign and rule with him in the millennial reign. And then we'll be with the Lord forever. You know, the Bible says it'll be worlds without end Mm -hmm. uh, that we will be with Christ forever. So we don't have to be afraid because if if we're born again, we know that this is, is not the final destination. Death for us is not a final destination. It's only what gets us into the presence of God. And so uh, being born again is why you don't have to be afraid. But even, you know, maybe not as serious as death, but even if we were under world government control, there's still no reason to be scared. No. No, God is still God, even under world control. He's a lot bigger than any world government. Yeah, look at what the apostles went through, and they had a world government governing over them at that time. Yeah. They still preached the gospel and saved thousands and thousands of individuals by uh, showing them the born-again plan and uh, baptizing people and moving on to the next place. Yeah. So our point of sharing all this information is not so that you get scared and you start building um, some underground tunnel that you can live in on your property. That's not the idea here. We are in revival mode. We are not backing down. We are not going to be shaking in our boots about anything that comes up. We know a world government is coming. We believe that the Lord is going to work in spite of the things that we do as humans that jack things up. And so we don't want you to be scared. We want you to have hope. We want you to have peace. And we want you to understand that, yes, troubles will come, but in the end, everything will be just okay because we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. And we are working towards His purpose. We're working towards seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness. And we know that everything's going to be added to us that's supposed to be and taken away that's not. And so we have peace, we have hope, and we can rest assured that everything is going to be okay. So there's no reason to be scared. We want you to be encouraged today that we see literally the Bible that was written thousands of years ago unfolding in front of us, not necessarily just with this Trump thing going on, but all around the world, this world government agenda is getting pushed, and you can have peace. And so we encourage you to seek the Lord and look past all this noise that we hear about in the news and on social media and find rest and hope in Him. So we do want to get to our calls. We do have a few open lines, 877 N times the number to join us. Let's go to Jeff in Texas. Jeff, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing today? We are well. How are you, sir? Oh, blessed. Uh, you know, they are to send the FBI out there and arrest all those criminals at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of people to arrest. Yeah, yeah they would. Hey, no, uh, and I don't want to mess your show up. Y'all got a good show going. And, and uh, you know, yesterday's show with Dave, that was really, really good. Uh, but I just wanted to say I sowed a seed into y'all's ministry a while back. And right after I sold that seed, my son, he lives in another state. He gave his life to the Lord, and he asked me, he said, uh, Dad, where do I start at? So I sent him all the DVDs that I had of the Revelation thing. Wonderful. And, uh, you know, let him read that stuff and see those videos. Those videos are so powerful. And, you know, the Scripture says, uh, he that wins souls is wise. You know, if you don't know how to win souls, partner up with somebody like End Times that's winning souls. Right. And so, uh, you know, with y'all's project that you mentioned earlier today about the new Revelation series, I just wanted to call in and, you know, see if I could be like the first person today to give $500 to that project. Wow, wow Jeff. You know, thank you it. so much. Wow. And, and there's other people sitting out there. Man, maybe God can, you know, uh, open the door. There's there's people out there who write you a check for 250000 or some that could give $10. 
That's right. You know, but uh, I was working in a house today painting, and I was listening to y'all show, and I thought, man, I'm going to sow a seed into that project because it's, uh, man, that material y'all produce is so first class. And uh, anyway, I just want to say thanks uh, for your ministry, and you guys keep up the good work. Hey, Jeff, real quick, um, where are you calling from? Uh, Texas down in Waco. <laughs> okay, I thought that was Jeff from Waco. Yes, sir. Okay, I thought I recognized that voice. That's uh. And I need to uh, I need to get I need to send you that email about uh, uh, the the uh, two witnesses we were talking about a few y'all were talking about a few weeks ago about uh, the scriptures. Oh, it's about the post tribulation scriptures. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna send you an email this week if I can. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to talk to you today, Jeff. We appreciate you. All right, brother. God bless you all. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Very much appreciate your call today. Um, I do want to say, too, about understanding the end time, one thing that's really cool about this, as you all know, all of our big projects have been recorded by Irvin Baxter. Understand the end time, Revelation, basically everything we've ever done up until a few years ago when he passed. And so this particular round, we had already planned to start shooting Understand the End Time, and we were going to have Irvin and Dave do these lessons um, we weren't sure how that was going to work out, but we were going to do it. Well, then, of course, Irvin passed away, and we're like, well, the, the videos still need updated. And so uh, we went ahead and did it. However, it's very, very special because we still incorporate Irvin. We're taking clips from Irvin throughout the years, and uh, Dave will refer to him to tell a certain story or whatever it may be, and uh, Irvin will come up on the screen, and it looks like uh, kind of like legacy content. I don't know how to explain it really. We'll have to play a clip of it. Um, whenever it's ready. But nonetheless, um, Irvin will come up on the screen and tell the story about the prophecy that the Lord revealed to him. And uh, then Dave will come back and continue teaching on. And so a lot of cool stuff like that that will be in this new Understanding the End Time series. And uh, we certainly appreciate Jeff's call and testimony that he shared with us. You can donate along with Jeff at endtime.com slash UET or give us a call at 800 endtime Let's go to Joe in New York. You know what, Joe? I'm not going to go to you yet. We've got a minute left before the break, and I know that we don't have enough time to get to another call, so I regret even saying that, Doug. Uh, What can we do in the last minute here, Doug? We need some hope, I think. Yeah, well, you know, we talked about, well, ago we talked about knowing that, uh, you know, God has us in the palm of his hand and that all this is, he knows all of this before it even happens anyway. Uh, but, you know, we, we have a great brochure that we can talk about right now. Is what do you mean, born again? A brochure? What year is it, Doug? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what year is it? It's 2022. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we, we have that. And we also have a link to it. Uh, so that is uh, endtime slash. Endtime.com yeah, slash reborn. reborn. If you want the brochure, the printed version, you, you can call us 800 endtime. <laughs> Sorry, I no, that's all chuckled good. at the brochure. I understand. <laughs> all right, that's endtime.com slash reborn. You can read that brochure digitally on your phone, uh, tablet, or computer. and uh, Or you can call us, like we said, and get that copy. We do have open lines, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back.
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We'll get straight to the calls. Let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to End of the Age. You guys look great. Thanks, Joe. I want to just be very brief because there's so much, but I wanted to again thank you. You guys make me proud that you are my brothers. Not so much that you look terrific, but that you stick to the Word of God. And we have to stick to the basic things. God is perfect. He knows what He's doing. His plan is unfolding. There's no reason to have fear. But what we're seeing is the people who aren't in Christ, they're being manipulated by the evil one. You have people like Charles Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. They have no idea what they're doing. Their behavior and their words are idiotic. But a question I wanted to ask you is how does the FBI get this authority? From what you said, they, they have to go before a judge and ask for uh, some kind of permit to, to go into somebody's house? Is, can you just, like, reflect upon that as much as you know? Because I don't know. It just seems that they have this, this unlimited authority to do whatever they want. Well, they had to get a warrant, and it had to be signed by a judge, and they did that. And so, um, of course, not anyone can file for a warrant, so a lawyer filed for it, and a judge signed off on it, and the FBI did what they intended to do. If, if they believe they have probable cause, they would have to go to the, um, probably the FBI would have to go to the attorney general, I would think, to get his permission to go to a judge to get that. I don't know exactly the chain of command, but there's got to be probable cause there. So they have to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that he has information in his house and take that at, at least to uh, the prosecuting attorney of the government, which I would think is probably the attorney general, and, and ask for the permission to get the search warrant, I would think that that would probably be before they go toward a judge. So there has to be probable cause in there somewhere. So whoever ad- administered this and I think and it was Attorney General this. Garland. Oh, okay, Attorney yeah. General. So uh, that's they've got to have that. Got to have probable cause. And, and from what it sounds like, they didn't recover anything. And this could turn out... To be, I mean, unless they come up with some really great evidence, this could turn out to be bad for 
them for doing this. It, it could be one of the biggest mistakes they could ever make. And we're beginning to see other people, even Democrats, uh, began to voice that, that if this doesn't go the way they were planning for it to go, it could turn around and bite them uh, in the end. And, and that's you know something that it seems like they've done over and over and over with the impeachment hearings, with the Russia hoax. Uh, everything they've tried to do has always you know, gotten them in the end. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see what happens here, Joe. Well, I, 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 I think the most important thing for us to, to focus on, being that we're God's kids, is that we don't stop praying against the evil because behind it, behind it, Satan wants to undermine anything that's good. Satan wants to destroy the United States of America. We know, that, we know the book. He ain't going to do that. <laughs> But the process of him trying to, you know, to hurt people, that's what he's about. So I would encourage every brother and sister to continue to pray for us as a nation and that the, that the evil would be exposed. And I thank you very much again for all your work. I love you guys. You're in my heart and in my prayers every day as I grow older <laughs> and I can barely get out of this house anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't stop me from interceding, sir. Thank you, Joe. We definitely appreciate your prayers. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day, guys. God bless you, Joe. We pray for Joe as well, and, and he and his wife have gone through a lot lately. We've shared some of that on the show because Joe's such a regular. We love him. Appreciate his call. Um, you know, inter- interestingly enough, Doug, um, not to stir the... Uh, conspiracy theory pot anymore, but this is all over the news. New York Post, everywhere sharing this. It's not just right-wing um, news agencies. I'm, I'm trying to sneeze here, but I'm trying not to at the same time. Um, um, the judge who okayed the raid uh, was a Obama donor hmm. and linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Ah, well, that's very interesting in itself. Again, could be part of the swamp that we hear so much about. Well, this is all over the place. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not sharing something that was, yeah. you know, this is on CNN. Like, if you just search this online, CNN, New York Post, Vox, BBC, these are the top ones that are. Wow. So it's like, this isn't like some right-wing conspiracy theorist stuff. This is just the fact of the matter. Yeah. And it's interesting to read this stuff and go... Well, here we are talking about the world world government system yeah. and what the Bible says is coming and uh, how this might be tied into that. Yeah. Of course, we're clearly saying we can't say for certain anything, but it is quite interesting the connections that, that we can make. Most definitely. All right. Shall we get back to the calls? Yes, sir. All right. Let's go to Marianne in Utah. Marianne, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Vince and Doug. How you doing? We're well. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. I've been listening to all this and watching your program as much as I do. Um, my question is, or I'm sure you probably heard it, maybe not. I'm sure you did. Is that the IRS is not only getting the 85,000 new employees, but it wasn't for uh, old tax refunds. Um, it was basically they're talking about having cabutels, I mean, go, what do you call it, of guns and ammunitions. So in, in thinking about Donald Trump, 
and the smart cities, and you're talking about the line and all that that I've been watching. What do you make of the IRS having ammunition and guns? I mean, in huge forms. Yeah. Maybe we need gun control, Doug. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, is that... I, I mean, it's, it's here in Utah talking yeah. about it. It's on the news stations, and I'm sure it's around the United States, but I hope everybody's listening to that because mm-hmm. will they not just invade Donald Trump and look at the smart cities and things like this? I did but hear that they have bought... Have you heard that before? Have you heard just recently about all the ammunition and the guns that they, are, they have now and purchasing? Yeah, I heard they bought over $700,000 in ammo, mm-hmm. which I can't validate it necessarily, aside from the fact that dozens of, diff- of different uh, sources are reporting that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what... I, I, I can't confirm it yet. Yeah, I mean, the only thing we could do is speculate on it because we, we just don't know enough about it. Uh, you know, I can sit here and speculate all day, but I'd rather not because... At, yeah. the, at the end of the day, it, you know, the Bible says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And so it's okay. They can get all the guns and ammo they want to get, but God's on my side. And, and if uh, it's God's will that they come and arrest me and put me in jail or take me out however they want to do it, I'm okay with that because I know yeah. that at the end of the day, I have the Lord as my Savior and He's taking care of me and I have promises from Him. And so... They they can hurt this body all they want, but they'll never they'll never take my soul, and they'll never be able to take away my name from the Lamb's Book of Life. So, not worried about what they can do to me. Yeah, well, me too. I'm I sorry, just, I'm about to preach too. over I, here. I, I'm not going to worry about that. But I thought now, as far as infiltrating people's homes, are they going to take your food? <laughs> what the heck? But go ahead, you know. But I just wondered if everybody was kind of aware of. Like you're talking about the Klaus Schwab, I agree. I'm talking about the line, I agree. I talk about the smart cities, I agree. I talk about what's happening at this point, I agree. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just thought, wanted to get your input on that because it was it's kind of along the same lines of having Trump have his house being um, invaded. Right. Well, we appreciate your call, Marianne. Uh, we do want to get to other calls, so okay. we will do that. Thank you so much for bringing that to light, Doug. It is interesting, and uh, you were over there talking. I was thinking we need to wheel an organ in here. Good <laughs> gracious, you preach to us, Doug. I'm sorry, I started preaching a little bit there. but that, yeah, you know, No one would know your background was Baptist right? with that <laughs> fire that you're delivering. Boy, I tell you what. All right, let's move on, Vince. Um, well, should we, though? Uh, whatever you think. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, that we are talking about these things and people hear it mm-hmm. and they accuse us of being fear mongers. Right. And I look at it and go, end time is anything but fear mongers. I've heard other prophecy speakers say things that, you know, you need to get up here and repent or right. the rapture might happen before you get out of this room and we don't want you to go to hell. Yeah. yeah. And... Even the end of the world is on this date, and so we're here now. You, a lot need, lately. you need to donate to this fund that we right. have to save the world before this date, right? And stuff like that. And so we don't do that. 
Yeah. Now, we are talking about facts that are happening around the world, mm-hmm. but the message that we're trying to share in all this is that in spite what you said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yeah. I'm more than a conqueror. That's right. Come what may. Mm-hmm. But we're going to rely on Jesus to the end. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what comes our way. If it's, I'm $100 short this month, or if it's the government's trying to chase me down, or if it's whatever. Right. Come what may, I'm relying on Jesus. Doesn't matter how big or small it is, I'm relying on Jesus. And I I think also, Vince, that sometimes we... um, we kind of let the world dictate to us the power that we have and instead of letting the Bible dictate to us the power we have. The, the Word tells us that there's power in the Word of prayer, that we can do all kinds of things just by praying and uh, that the devil has to flee from us when we do things like that. And so, uh, you know, prayer is very important. Joe mentioned that earlier about keeping our our country and our nation in prayer right now. That's very true, and we do need to do those things. And we got it. That's where our power comes from. Speaking to God, that's no small thing. You know, having a conversation with the Creator of the universe—that's a—that's a huge difference maker. Mm-hmm. And and even people that don't really know the Lord, when they get in a jam, what's the first thing they start doing? They call out the name of God. And so, you know, just speaking Jesus over something can. Totally changed the situation. Look at what happened with the Hebrew children when they were backed up against the Red Sea. You know? That's exactly uh, <laughs> what I'm over here thinking. Like, <laughs> Moses is looking at his reality. Yeah. The children of Israel are looking at this reality. Yeah. There's no hope but God. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. coffee cup with that on it. <laughs> there is. <laughs> There's no hope yeah. but God makes a way. Yeah. You know, when we look at Jesus and the disciples looking out over this crowd, no food. Right. But God makes a way. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter what reality tells us is happening. Mm-hmm. It could be a UFO coming to take me up or whatever crazy <laughs> thing. Let's think of the craziest thing. Yeah. It can be that. Right. And God can make a way. Yeah. It can be the IRS being after me with their guns and ammos, but probably the biggest place they could hurt me is trying to tax me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but they can do whatever they want. Right. God can make a way. Yeah. And so we've got to be relying on God. And, and it just seems like that that's one thing that we've gotten away from as a society mm-hmm. and even as a church in some cases. You know, we're looking to the government to set the parameters on how our church should function or not. Do they have a blank pew or do they not have a blank pew so I can separate myself from my brother up there that might have COVID even though he doesn't feel any, yeah. feel bad at all. Right. All this stuff, we're relying on other people. And we have 10 seconds left, Doug. Yeah. We don't have time to keep talking. Right. Go to endtime.com slash UET. We'll be back tomorrow. Understand the end time. We'll be out soon. And we'd love your contribution to that. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.